Nice to have all of you in the warm house of God tonight. We're going to spend the evening basking in His presence, feeling the warm arms of the Lord about us. I'm going to make some announcements before we get started. The 7th and 8th of March is our youth, North Texas Youth Convention. It's going to be in Plano at the Plano. Center. On the 10th, they're wanting us to announce it's going to be daylight save, savings time. I think we're going to leap forward, are we? Leap forward. Okay. Well, I guess those are the major two things coming up the next two weeks. I told, I see on here on the 17th that I have a birthday party. I told Sister Alicia, I said, look, I don't need any more birthday parties. I've had so many, 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 many birthday parties. I don't need another birthday party. And Amanda spoke up and said, it's too late. It's too late. We've already got it cooking. So, so you're invited on Sunday night, the 17th, after service, to my birthday party. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, we're going tonight to sing several hymns for him. You like that? Hymns for him? Yeah. Okay, we're first of all, Brother Aaron's fix and put it up. We're going to sing, Won't It Be Wonderful There? How many of you know the song? How many of you know that it is going to be wonderful there, right? Yes, thank God. Okay, you don't have to stand right now. Uh, if you can do a good job sitting and singing, that will be fine for right now. Is that okay? Okay. When with the Savior we enter the glory land, won't it be wonderful there? Ending the troubles and cares of the story land, won't it be wonderful there? Oh, 
friends, your relatives, this city, they depend on your prayers. And that's very appreciative. That's a very honorable thing. We're going to be sure and remember uh, Brother David Bell. He's going to have surgery in the morning at 7.30 in Denison. And it's going to be a very major open heart surgery so today when we were over visiting them we had a very nice visit and and you know it's easy to say I told this to David I said you know what they're doing to you they do it all the time they're very skilled it's a very successful surgery and it's just you're going to be wonderful and then I said now that's easy for me to say when it's not me having the surgery in the morning at 7.30. So just think of how you would feel if you were the one having surgery in the morning at 7.30. So let's remember Brother David in our prayers that he will feel the, the peace of God in his life and everything will go perfectly. We're going to continue to remember Denise because she's just you know, barely getting recovered from that knee replacement surgery. Now she's going to be over there taking care of him. So let's be sure and pray God will bring quick healing to her knee. There's a Bethany Anderson that was in a bad car accident, has a brain bleed. A Tracy Watkins that is in severe pain and the doctor cannot really figure out what's causing it let's pray for the Cochran family for sister Pat she got moved into the heritage house <clears throat> and we now have five little ladies at the heritage house and it is just so neat to get to go visit all of them at one time we do that a lot on Tuesday morning after prayer meeting. It's so nice to have all five of them right there together. And then our precious sister Lois Weems, she goes around every morning, checks on all of them, makes sure that everything is going okay. And so now Sister Pat has joined them there. So let's pray uh, that she makes the adjustment really well and that God will also help Brother, uh, Brother Jesse. There's a Gary Kaplinger that had a massive heart attack. And the youth pastor in Hugo has severe burns. And Nita Goforth, which is Jesse Goforth's aunt, has a brain tumor. And we're going to continue to remember Brother John and Sister Vicki Proctor. Do any of you have an unspoken request tonight? If you lift your hand, God knows what it is. He knows all about. There was a really uh, friend of ours, Brother Stan, that wrote a song about that he was his mother's unspoken request. His song was, My, I'm the unspoken request. So God knows what your unspoken request is today. So let's take all of these before the throne of God. God, we're so thankful to be able to bring our needs and the needs of so many others before your throne. And all of these names that have been called, you're very aware of what the need is. And not only are you aware, but you are able to take care of every need. You are the healer of our diseases. You are the forgiver of our iniquities. You 
crown us with loving kindness and tender mercies. You satisfy our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagle. So tonight we're bringing all these people before your throne, believing they're going to feel your healing virtue flow in their body. We pray your peace, pray your comfort, pray your near presence in all of their lives. We thank you so very, very, very much. Thank you, Lord. Can we thank him? Oh, God, we appreciate it so much that you hear and you care. You understand. Such a joy. Brother Aaron, if you'll put that next one on there, we're going to sing another one about my thanks to him.
thank you, Lord, so much for the privilege to give of our time, to give of our finances. We pray your blessings upon everyone that does give, those that cannot give. Bless it to farther the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, here's one that all of us are really going to know. Okay, it's about love lifted me. We hear a lot of things about what love does. Some of them are true and probably some of them aren't, but this song is talking about God's love and that is true. Oh, I was sinking deep in sin for from the peaceful shore Oh! 
to move as quickly as possible and yet as intensely as needed your world needs you I don't have time to read Mark the 13th chapter but if you just mark that in your notes tonight to read that and to let let the word of the Lord sink in at some appropriate time where you have a little time to meditate on that. But I would like to carefully but as quickly as possible go through some material that I think that can stimulate both the passion, the purpose, and the power of helping the local economy and the distant economy would experience part of that. So tonight we will look into the idea as children of God know when he is coming to take us out of this part of this world. It is in the Bible, and we all know that God said, I will come in a day appointed. Then he says, in a time when you think not, the Son of Man shall come. And so he deliberately tells us that it will happen quickly, and it will be foretold to how it will happen and of course all of us humans have this innate capability of thinking well surely there won't be another day for another suicide for somebody or there won't be another day for killing anybody uh, when I think of all the things that are going on I would turn it right now but when God looks at it, he may see somebody just like some of us that were a little slow getting here but wanted to. And so he hath long patience, he said, for the harvest, not willing that any should ever perish, but that all would have the same capability or opportunity 
that any of us had. How many times have we thrilled to see somebody that we wanted to for years to get inside the kingdom and for some strange reason things did not work out and so they didn't get here very quick but wasn't it wonderful for a loved one a son a mother to suddenly break loose from that world and come into the kingdom and what a songs that have been sung tonight that relate to some of that okay are we hooked up so do we as the children of God know when he is coming when he is coming to take us out of this part of his world aren't you glad he came the first time and you got the Holy Ghost Aren't you glad he came one time and you were able to get forgiveness for every dysfunctional part of carnal living? Oh, what a wonderful thing it was when life turned around and uh, you could look up and see hope. And so he is coming again. And in that time, time shall be no more. I don't know if you've already noticed it or not, but there's no hands on the clock. Time will quit ticking. It, uh, it'll just be unending. It won't be a dismal day or a dismal hour or a dismal moment in uh, the land of perfect everything. We call it heaven and we want to go there. So what shall be the sign of this coming? The flashing light or the warning shall be easily detected just as all other judgments were. Everybody had a chance. Mark writes unto us his heart and understanding. Please don't try to read it all now. I, I have it on a piece of paper up here, but I just want you to note it somewhere in your thought patterns or a, for a good chapter to read and to really let it sink in, Mark 13. And uh, he describes part of the end of the clock age. Again, there will be no hands on the clock. As soon as you leave this world, time stops. As soon as the trumpet sounds, time stops. And time shall be no more. So today as we look into the perfect picture of life, the house divided against itself cannot stand. Here you see as much as possible of the universe. And here you also see light. And here you also see some color. And uh, there's a lot of things going on. But uh, this world 
is not my forever. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has entered the heart of man. But we have diagonally put our approval on so many things here and and if we're not careful, we find ourselves loving this and loving that and loving the other and telling people how much we love this and what's going on in my world that I just love to do that and, uh, and fail to tell them our love relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh, what a love that he gave us. Oh, what a love that he shared to forgive us when we really did not deserve to be forgiven that easily. And, uh, and yet, what a thrill it is. So he says, consecrate yourselves. Now is the acceptable time. Give yourself wholeheartedly to the word. Follow peace with all men as much as lieth within you. So as we have the peace that comes from God, a peace that passes understanding, we pass that on to people that are troubled, to people that have forfeited to the great degree a lot of life because they've been so troubled, fearful, angry, hate-filled. And uh, so our opportunity is that we as the body of Christ and we as the children of the Almighty God have the grand opportunity of sharing the wealth of our God with the pitiful and the lacking and the needy and the troubled and all oh, the hate crimes and all of that, we have been given such an opportunity to join our hearts, our heads, our hands, our feet, our thoughts to the sinful, the way we were, the people that were pitiful, the way we were, that that was lacking so hard and, and, and it's so easy when you get up, up here and you get to seeing and you look down at people and, 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 and they're cussing and lying and hurting their husband and hurting their wife and hurting their parents and hurting their children and leading them into things that are going to dissipate instead of congregate. And, and oh, I wish we'd pray right now in the middle of this message for our city. Could we do that for our neighbors? Could we do it in a sincere way? God, don't let my neighbor go to hell. Don't let them live in another day of darkness and pathos. Help me to be a light and help me to be something that can produce in our world what is so needed in the schools and in every church family. Oh, God, I wish some man with a passion would stand up and lead us in a prayer.
would some mother feel to stand and pray for the children of our city, our church family? Could we thank him that we have that heart for the praying of the lost, the hurting? Let's dig a little deeper. Suffer thyself to be defrauded. That's what the book says, but that's no great feeling now. But knowing, knowing that Jesus is in us, knowing that Christ in you, the hope of glory, is a whole lot bigger deal. See, you know, it hurts to hurt. And sometimes there are people that try to take out their hurt on others. So suffer for and with them is the opportunity of Christ. Christ that went to Calvary. Christ that said, you're going to grow up, son, and uh, you're going to need some help. And so I've got a body that's willing to suffer. And uh, mama, I am willing to be called the mother Jerusalem, the mother of us all, where the birth of the Holy Ghost and the glory of the Lion of the tribe of Judah. What a God, sir, you just got in in time. Yeah, the mother of us all that was willing to bear the pain and the agony of reaching out to people. People that didn't think they needed anything. People that didn't think they could ever make it and survive. But God, he called us. And he said, be thou an example because you're going to be the light of the world. The only light some of the people in this world is going to see is people from the United Pentecostal Church that walk out of here. Passionate. Powerful in the word. Powerful in their spirit. Willing to sacrifice to make sure that everybody gets the chance to walk up the stairway to heaven step by step walking into the marvelous light of the gospel a little here and a little there a lot of love flowing a lot of care given and there it goes <coughs> that church taking the blow we move into dimensions of resurrection power in his flesh there was no good feeling there was just a good heart he had a good heart it hurt to try to help somebody and they turn you down he walked the streets of their city he lit up lights 
of healing, of forgiveness, of wisdom, of knowledge, of mercy. They turned their head to it. They didn't invite him on in. So he just followed them. He just went everywhere he could. He fed them fishes and loaves. He healed their sick in spite of. And, and yet for all of this, they stood and watched the murderous hands and whips beat upon him. And he said, I'm going to have a church just like me, a body that will be a group of people that uh, are willing to hurt in order to get the job done. A, a, a people that are willing to sacrifice time to pray, to seek the face of the Spirit, to invite the wonderful gifts of the Spirit and to invite the phenomenon of the fruit of the Spirit to drip from their arms and their hands and their thoughts and that's my people that's my body that's the ones that are going to be for, with me <coughs> ruling and reigning in in the eternal world I will do everything I can I will suffer I will be passionate and I will be performing life in an exhibition that nobody that does not have my spirit can provide. Oh, they can act nice. They did. They did a lot of nice things in those temples. They did a lot of nice things in the streets. They did a lot of nice things. But, but when it came time to, to give you life to it, it, it was not quite so easy. And they were more willing for him to die than they were to die. ruling and reigning with him hey did you know that's the forever life ruling and reigning never being challenged so much as you feel challenged today you will manage a world beyond what you have ever seen that first picture that I showed you the stars and all of that spirituality God has determined to save us he's got you in mind already for tomorrow he's already got plans he said uh, you don't know the plans that I have for you but I have some big plans for you sir hey hey back there uh, you got some big plans for you tomorrow you willing to follow me to those futures that I've got for you Got some big plans for you folk. Uh, matter of fact, I've, I've, I've got some people picked out that, that you're going to run into tomorrow and uh, the tomorrow after that. And uh, be ye ready for in a time you think not, the Son of Man is going to be trying to do some stuff because, you know, you're going to be looking for the Son of Man anyhow. And so you, you, as you look for the Son of Man, you, you're going to see the opportunity to be the bride partnering with him in this endeavor to produce a church, a people, a, a, a heartfelt people, a people that have decisively decided they not 
They don't even care if they live another day. But guess what? Tomorrow you're going to reach one of those people. Uh, they're going to reach you. <coughs> they're going to bump into you. They're not going to act like they like you. But they're, they're, they're out inside of them. There is that craving. There has got to be some better life somewhere. Is there anybody that is willing to take on that endeavor? Well, Jesus is. Uh, Jesus showed us that way. It's a forever reality of his plan. And you and I will not have missed anything. In giving him everything, lay my life down for the cause of Christianity in my city we've got a lot of church buildings we've got a lot of places where they're quoting the scripture but God we in this apostolic arena we are going to sacrifice time we are going to sacrifice passion in order for you to have that people that you're looking for, a people that love you with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, I want to lead that parade. I want to share that. I don't want to be just an imitation pastor, preacher. I want my life on the line. Is there anybody right now that would pray with me God, give us the revival you have promised and give us the strength to produce that revival. asking God to give us a revival of old-fashioned prayer. I'm asking God to give us a revival of old-fashioned evangelism where we go to the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. You can't compel them by telling them to go to hell anymore. They're already living there. They, they're, they're in darkness. They're, they're feeling the pathos. They are feeling the inequities of life. They are feeling all of that. You can't tell them just go to hell. No, 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 no. They're living there. But you can invite them to follow you to heaven. I have found a holy place, a place in God where I can find a refuge. It's more than just naming his name. It's, it's living in his custody of his name. It is that power of God unto salvation. No weapon formed against me can prosper. I, 
it has tried itself. They've tried this and they've tried that, but I'm still alive. I'm fresh in Jesus Christ because he makes the bread new every morning. He makes the wine new every day. It glory of the Holy Ghost. It's not just a term. It's not just a, a landmark that I walked past one day and I can remember doing that. No, no, no. I live in the river of living water. I'm talking about healing water, healing for the mind, healing for the brokenness of my heart, healing for the brokenness of my family, healing, healing, healing. He is a healer and he wants to live in your hands and he wants us to heal. That's what he wants out of his pride to be like Jesus. His long suffering has granted us repentance. And he wants that river to flow. He doesn't want it to get stopped with my hands. He doesn't want it to get stopped with our local assembly. He, he wants it to be in you a well of water springing up into everlasting life into those dark valleys there's going to be light and into those deserts there's going to be a river of conversations about the glory of the messianic happening unto you is born this day a savior in a manger it's more than just a Christmas story it is life Everlasting, It is the glory of God to come in flesh and live among us and to divide the sheep from the goats and to sense the people that go to a house called the house of God and then that they other group is they are the house of God. Their hands feel warm and tender. Their voice is so filled with wisdom and knowledge about the messianic powers and they understand what it is like to speak in a heavenly language because after they have done it there are spiritual reserves that start opening their door. It's like getting something out of your savings account that you've been needing. Yes, 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 yes. God has a main request. Love not the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It gets pretty powerful. It draws the line in the sand. Love not the world, neither the things in the world. You, you don't have to have a science class with God to understand how that conversation goes. No, it's just plain and simple. Love not the world. But love your neighbor as yourself. Think of them when you think of I'm saved and I'm going to heaven and think of how many sermons were preached before I ever got in this thing. Think of how many days of disappointment to so many people and he was filled with long suffering, sir. 
He don't give up quick. He is not going to give up quick. He has not given up quick. He's calling you and me to help save this city. There's some kids out there. There's some young men out there that you're going to meet. Some middle-aged men you're going to meet. Some elders. That's right. I'm going to meet. I don't want to have the floodgates shut. I don't want to be able to have to tell him about a memory that's not presently happening now. I would hate to think that my memory of 10 years ago was greater than my dream of in the morning. I will arise. And the sun's coming up from the same God and the breath is coming from the same God. And the wisdom is coming from the same God. And the opportunity is coming from the same God. Oh, God's not expecting more of you than you can do. Don't let the devil lie to one of us. We do what we want to do. And our spirit helps us to determine what we want to do. It's our God that helps us to decide every day, what am I going to do with my life? Our God, if it's this world, God's got a little contest with that. Love not the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Wow. Doesn't sound like hard to believe. It doesn't sound like hard to understand. I mean, how hard is that to understand? So Peter says, When you greatly rejoice, though now for a season need be, you are in heaviness through many temptations. And the trial of faith is happening today. What your faith really is is what's going to happen tomorrow because you're already spent today. But the trying of your faith worketh patience, and it's more precious than of gold, than a bank account, than a house, than a nice car, than a nice vacation. More precious. Anybody glad tonight? Can you shout aloud that you are filled with the Holy Ghost and walking in Christ? And if the rapture takes place before I quit preaching here in a few minutes, it, we're all out of here. Can you really know without a doubt I'm going to heaven? And I, is there a shout in our heart? I thank God for the joy that is set before us. My heart bleeds tonight with joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm not willing to try to fit back in with that world that God pulled me out of. Surely not. It's called backsliding. Oh, you can still go through the routine. You, 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 you can see it throughout the pages of the book. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John reveal people that came through the Old Testament trials and difficulties, and, and yet they jeered and they flattered themselves with this man, Jesus, calls himself God. 
Yeah, that devil, he's got a way of working. But uh, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory. Oh, my goodness. Brother Tanner, have you still got some of that? Could you stand and lift up those little long arms on those long legs and just shout unto the Lord? That's it. Don't get carried away. Don't get carried away. How many of you saw him when he was five years old coming into this house, walking through this place, following after, and oh, my God, I'm glad you wound up being my great-grandson. What a day, our grandson-in-law, whom having not seen, you hadn't even seen him yet, and yet you love him. Is that amazing that your love has risen above hunting beavers, squirrels, fishing, deer? Oh, I've watched you. I can use you because you mean it. We have a lot of here people like you here, and I guess pretty much everybody here is like you, matter of fact. Yet you rejoice with joy unspeakable. Surely everything hasn't gone just like you wanted it to in life, has it, Brother Tanner? They can't hardly see your head nodding. You really get vigorous with it. There's not a person here that hasn't hurt, hasn't been wounded, hasn't been disappointed. We've all been disappointed. But it wasn't because of him. It was just at the time of the occasion, the battle, that we weren't quite prepared and we found ourselves I don't know why this is happening to me. I don't know what's going on in my life. Why that had to be mine. Count it all joy when you enter into diverse temptations. That's one of those diverse in temptation. He counted it all joy that in his flesh there was a momentum, there was a wisdom, there was a knowledge, there was a conquest. There was a victory that lives in the Holy Spirit of heaven, the eternal God of salvation. It was in him. In him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And he said, if you will acquire my name and be baptized in my name and fill with my spirit, you will be able to do things that you never dreamed you could do and you would be able to face temptations you never thought you would have to face. And you thought just because you got into a group of people that you would never fight a battle. But I want you to know that you read that book and you will 
understand. Many are the afflictions of the righteous and many are the burdens to bear and many. And so when you anticipate that, you don't really get all upset about that. You just get a grip on that broken down car. You just get a grip on that situation and you put it on your shoulders and, and you take it to the Messiah and you say, God, I can't bear all of this on my own, but I need some help and I, I'm going to call on the Holy Ghost and I'm going to call on the Word of God and I'm going to touch base with the anchor of my soul. I am going to touch base with the future of my eternal life. I am not going to just sit down and cry and scream and say, oh my God, I just can't believe you. When I joined that local church, I just thought there would never be any more trouble. I'm here to preach to us tonight that he had trouble, but he knew how to handle trouble. He knows how to help you handle trouble. He understands what you're going through. He understands, and the Spirit of God that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it is in the house tonight. There is a glory cloud hanging over this place tonight. It's about to rain in this entire congregation. There is a flood that is coming. It's called revival. It's called the renewing of the Holy Ghost. It's called a passion and a purpose and a fire and a glory that is going to sweep this county. God has assured me of that. Just as sure as I'm standing here, there's going to be somebody. And if we don't care to do it, he will replace us. I care. Receiving the end of your faith. Did you know there's an end to your faith? Have you realized there is an end? You can terminate it here or you can wait till we get on the other side. I plan to wait till I get on the other side. I'm not willing to give up my faith just to be able to do what the world wants me to do and what my flesh would like for me to do. No, no, no. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation. Oh, you mean salvation has to stretch that far? Yep, that's what the blood does. 33 and a half years it stretched itself out across a nasty world. 33 and a half years he walked the sandy shores of a world that just kept staring at him, wondering who he thought he was. The religion, oh, you mean it was church-going people? Yeah. Yeah, they went to the house. They read the scripture. They could quote scripture. They just didn't live it. It became hell for them because love not the world, neither the things in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of saving is not in him. He is the Savior. Oh, look at that picture. It, I, I could have brought a bunch of pictures as I surveyed the different areas of darkness and a little bit of light. The horror of so many places in Sodom and Gomorrah. 
I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but there's a lot of sodomy going on around here in little old Paris town. There's a lot of sodomites going on in Lamar County, and it's dark out there. They think they can hide that from God? No. You think they can hide that from the living God of people? No. Ye are the light of the world. They're going to hate you because your light lights up their darkness and their deeds that are evil make them feel guilty and so they try to say things and to bring demise and try to make us feel bad that's what they did to Jesus tried to make him feel bad he just was so good he couldn't feel bad he was decidedly hurting in his flesh but in his spirit he knew I'm a conqueror I will show them that in me lives all the power of God unto salvation I will be unto them a people that are not a people and they don't choose me every day they choose to go to my services and listen to my word but as far as I, I can't remember the exact number of church buildings that are in this community now that mention the name of Christ but he said let them that name the name of Christ depart from darkness and somebody got the idea oh it's probably old Lucifer again that did that Judas thing you know and just he walked with them he talked with them he knew where he was he knew how he could do but but it's that old Judas thing you know you you get started and 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 that's what has happened to religious systems 360 religious systems. I mentioned that about four or five times in the last month because I want us to understand that people that are not born of the water and the Spirit need us desperately. Not to make them feel bad because they haven't. Make them sense the goodness and the mercy and the mercy, the passion of the real Messiah or the real body of Christ. Luke 17 and 25, but first must he suffer, somebody say suffer, many things and be rejected. That's what his church is going to have to go through they're not, they're not just going to bend down and say no 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 well sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no 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 they're going to say you know what y'all y'all are just way too off course uh, y'all think you can't do this and you can't do that no 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 we enjoy not doing that because we understand what the outfall is of lying and cheating promiscuous sex and sex carrying zone and and uh, oh just all kind of perversion that's going on I am praying tonight that every one of us walk out of here with a passion that says I am anchored in the rock of ages I will not move 
I don't care if it is whoever. I am not turning my eyes off of Jesus to get the success feeling that comes from a world. I have watched them do that. They sell their quarterbacks. They sell their golfers. They sell their other, oh yeah, they do. They And too many of them are buying into it. But I, I bought into something and I don't want to surrender it. I bought into something, but you, you know, it takes your whole life to do that. And what a job you did last Wednesday night and and what a job I heard about your ministry and 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 I have watched most everybody here and to, to sense and to see that most of you already know what I'm preaching I am just here to get the passion to the next generation tell them how you got here tell them what brought you here there is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus there is no condemnation. If you're feeling condemned, it's not because of the Word of God. If you're ever feeling condemned, it's not because of Jesus. If you're ever feeling condemned, it's because there is something out there that uh, just makes you feel unworthy. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. Oh, did you know that we are still in the days of the Son of Man? It's just a little elevated deal now because he came and paraded it. But he said, I am with you now, but I'm moving up. I'm going to live inside you. And that way, it don't have to be a crowd of 5,000 on a hill to eat loaves and fishes. You can eat it all day long for yourself. You can just enjoy the powers and the glories and the victories and the substance of all of my wealth. Because I am a God that I will never run out of what you need. Could we praise him for that realization? To requalify it, I will just quote it from his word. My God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory. Do you not believe that he has a victory for your tomorrow already planned for your life? Do you not believe that he has enough wisdom for your tomorrows and your months to come? He's already got a storehouse, he said, and my storehouse is full and it's never going to run dry. I have wine that you have never drunk. You are going to be so drunk in the Holy Spirit and your life is going to be so filled with the glory of victory that you are going to be like a drunk addict and all of a sudden they're going to realize you're not stupid you're just drunk you've got the wisdom of the almighty God you've got the power of the almighty God they did eat they drank they married wives they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and what happened don't tell me going to a building is going to get it done Don't tell me that a building can house. Uh, no, 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 no. They, 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 they did so many things. And uh, finally, they got into a covenant. 
a covenant that would not be broken. It was the people of God and the God of the people. And those people answered more to God than they did to the world. They sacrificed to God. And God gave them wisdom and God gave them power and God gave them abilities to conquer. And uh, yeah, it divided homes. Likewise, also, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted. Sounded like a good thing. Just one thing missing, the God they served. Yeah, the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and what? Destroyed them. I don't know about you. I can't go much further without thinking that we ought to pray one more time for every preacher. It's not that they don't want to do something right. They have just come short of the glory the Bible says it that way lest they come short could we take about two minutes and travail over every preacher that has named the name of Christ in any way I want revival in Lamar County I don't have to have them all in this building even though I would like for it to be more full but I want it everywhere. I want every child to feel the glory of holiness, of godliness, of the fear of the Lord. Oh God, don't let this preacher go to sleep on my shift. Oh God, our city needs this church ablaze with passion. We are Jesus' name. We are God-fearing people. There is a wonderful group of people that come to this house. But stir up the gift is what we're after tonight and this weekend as we move forward. We are not willing to just go through the group deal every day, just same old, same old. No, we're going to... We're going to fast and seek the face of God. We are going to launch an attack against every demon. We are going to launch an attack against every power of hell. We are not just going to go through some little routine of going to a place and saying, I went to church. We understand that we are the church. We understand that we are the word in flesh. We understand that we are the Holy Ghost uh, housed inside of us. We understand we've got power over every demon. We understand we've got victory over every situation. Let the Holy Ghost turn loose in us here tonight. We didn't come here to do a time check. We came here to stir up the gift. We came here 
to stir up the bread and bake the bread and get it ready to go. We're going to fight the fight of faith tomorrow and the next day and the rest of our life. We're going to fight. Our kids are worth it. Our neighbors are worth it. There is a need in our city, our county. Our world needs the United Pentecostal Church to rise up and face off with Goliath and say, look, you may be massive and you may be larger, but we have with us the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the joy unspeakable, the full of glory. We've got a possession of that. We are not about to give in and give up. We're going to be shouting the victory because we know in whom we have believed. We are able to conquer the deficits. We are able to renew the past. We are able to come into contact with the future. We are in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation, and we make all things old become new. Oh, hallelujah. I wish some of you men would just stand up and just face off with the enemy of your friends. Think of some of your friends and I ask you to pray right now a prayer for a power for those men that are fellowshiped with you and they go fishing with you and they go hunting with you and they go get coffee with you. I want you to pray right now, sir. And mothers, why don't you pray for your neighbors that have got children? It's time that the church travail if we really want new kids, if we really want new people travail because when Zion travails sons and daughters are born come on men I'm just trying to help rally us I know you got it. You wouldn't be here if you didn't care. You would not be in this house tonight if you didn't care about what our city's going through and what our county's going through and what our state is going through and what our world is going through. It may be a straw, small tributary, but we're going to turn it into a river of living water, just not a little bit, a river. If you musicians would come or singers would come as we come to a close, this is no time to be shaken in our faith. Let not your faith be shaken. Ladies and gentlemen, it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Look at the rainbow. Look at the clouds. Look at God's creation, the ocean. Look at God's creation, the people, the animals on the ark. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of the Messiah. Luke 17, but first must he suffer many things and be rejected. If we are going to be his body, we've got to get used to that idea. Suffering many things. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it's terrifying to a pastor to watch somebody backslide. Yes, it's horrifying to watch somebody that had a passion and they lost it. Uh, that's horrifying, but I'm not about to give up on anybody. I'm telling you, I was a rotten, stinking guy. I know I was. I was a dis grace to my dad and my grandfather who was ministers all over. I was a horrible disgrace and I will never plan to find that old path again. 
there's something inside of me, Brother Mike. I appreciate every one of you men. I wish every one of you men would stand up because you're you such a great help to me. I, I, I want you to look around. These are your brothers. You're my brother. If ever I do anything to offend or hurt you, I want you to hear me. Don't ever stop coming to me and say, Pastor, you're not preaching the word or you're not preaching the truth. Or just Don't ever feel bad about that. I know it's hard. But we're brothers. I may be the pastor, but we're brothers. Now here is some big guru. I want to serve you. And I want to serve him. And I don't want that to be the only occasion as it was in the days of Noah so shall it be in the days of the son of man they ate they drank they married they were given in marriage they went through the routine the, the, the routine's all there likewise also in the days of Lot they did it they drank they bought they sold they planted they built it but the same day Lot out of Sodom you got two parallels there same God was available I'm not willing for Paris Texas to be the sad one I want to get them on the ark I know that this church of the living God Holy Ghost and fire godly living I know it'll get them out of hell. I know it'll keep them out of hell. But they got to learn to stay on the boat or in the way, the Bible said. I am the way. The fear of the Lord is still the beginning of wisdom, and this is the finale. Christ believed in us. Look at somebody close to you and tell them that Christ believes in you. He has given us a trust fund. He believes in us, Brother Jeff. He believes in that message you preached the other night. Brother Dickie, he believes in that message you preached. Brother Jerry, he believes in so many of those things that you've shown us. All the rest of you. Oh, if you want to just slip down to the front for a couple of minutes. You don't have to stay long. Just, just a couple of three minutes to give him a sacrifice. Oh, that's it. I sense the nearness of the Savior. I sense the nearness of revival. There is a powerful thing happening in this house tonight. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your word, for your spirit, for your blood, for the brotherhood. We are brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. We are your body on earth. We've got nerves. We can sense what's going on. We have passion. We know where to go, how to do it. Oh, pray for one another wherever you are if you can. A wife, a 
a sister, a brother. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. And I'm going to suggest that we are about to have a revival because there is going to be a vacuum as we move the mountains. before this crowd as a pastor I need you I need them we need everything that you've got for us to knock the powers of hell low and to elevate the glories of God high Sing it with them as we rejoice before we leave. for the wonderful people that are here and those that couldn't be here and they're still wonderful. We don't want any condemnation anywhere. We just want elevation. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much for making this place a place where we can be freely giving and given wonderful, wonderful spiritual Oh, hallelujah.